It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, the Avalanche needed that. After going 0 for the road trip, losing four in a row, three in regulation, they went out and beat Washington 6-3. to A couple of empty net goals late in the game that uh, made the difference uh, not indicative of the way the game was played. This was, this was a tight game, a tough game throughout. The Avs gained a big lift from Arturi Lekkanen, who had his best game since uh, returning from that neck injury. Two goals, two assists, four-point night. Um, Miko Rantanen, very happy to see that. 35 games, when you miss 35 games, it's not easy to come back. It takes a little while. It, it's not just a game or two and you feel normal. You know, it probably takes five to seven, eight games to feel that the timing is there. And I could I could tell he was today, he probably played his best game. Miko had, Miko had a goal as well. That That's a very key figure right there, that player, Arturi Lekanen. Because if you, if you look at all the issues with this hockey team right now, Lekanen getting back to the player that he was before he was hurt, being back to the player he was during the cup run is so crucial. I'm not saying it's on par with getting Val back. That's the most important thing. But if you can get Arturi Lekkanen going, that takes a lot of the stress or maybe the pressure off going out and making a big deal at the deadline. Well, I tell you what, yesterday he was great. And that that assist to Rantanen between the legs, that was I mean that was next level stuff. Like that's just yeah. You you talk about you talk about how you kind of have that sense when you start playing together and you start seeing things the same way and you have that connection, that unspoken word connection. That's just knowing where your teammate's going to be, having a feel, having your back to him, and still being able to feed him through your legs for an assist. Perfect, easy goal by Randon. I, I like that stuff was that was next level stuff. <laughs> Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets finish up their uh, pre-All-Star section of the uh, schedule as they take on the Sacramento Kings tonight. This is one of those cases where, like when they went out to Sacramento last week and got blown out right after beating the Lakers, Uh had some people complaining, our Will Peterson, Scrappy Will, complaining about the the NBA schedule and these back-to-backs. Well... The NBA schedule give and taketh away. In this case, they're giving to the Nuggets because the Nuggets take a Sacramento team tonight coming off and will be playing a back-to-back. Sacramento played a tough game right to the end, losing at Phoenix last night. They have to make the trek over here to Denver. Nuggets at least home with a a, a night of rest. So the Nuggets hopefully will be able to uh, finish strong before the break. Yeah, you would hope so. And plus with what Michael Malone said the other day, like he's expecting a better effort after two back-to-back blowout losses. Like going into the All-Star break with a little bit better effort, a little bit uh, more attention to detail. We'll see exactly how that pans out and who plays and who doesn't. We'll see if uh, um, the uh, tibia. Is it the tibias? Tibias. See if the tibias are... Healed up a little bit for. Uh, I hope we do not see KCP or Jamal tonight. I hope we don't. I don't think we will. I like. I I want to see him. Why? Because you're going into a break, a long break. Do you think? I think the tibias think, was just get, an you excuse. Think getting a win 
is uh, is more a win over Sacramento in the middle of February before the All Star break is more important than making sure KCP and Jamal Murray are healthy for the long push. You can't believe that. I think that those guys playing is important because I don't think they're serious injuries that they went out with. I think it's important you're going to have a long break for the All Star break. So I think that's I think if they're healthy, they're not healthy though. Wait a minute. NBA health well, or no, real well, health? Hold on a second. Uh, it, this was not load management the other night. They both started the game. Right. And they it's, both. It's different if you come out during the game with injury than opposed to having not even started and played the game. They came out. <clears throat> it came out of the game with injury, tibia, tibias. <laughs> that's. Oh, that's real? Yeah. Oh, the dreaded tibia. Shin splints. Is it the first time you've ever heard anybody come out with tibias in your whole life? Uh, this yes. is a first. Yes, yes, this is a first. I've never heard this before. Yeah, of course, because it's made up. Oh, it's not made it up. It is made up. Next on the uh, Morning Brew, yeah, you know what? We're we're partial to the Shanahan. So Kyle Shanahan yesterday, the uh, post-mortem on the Super Bowl, answering now the critics who say you can't win the big one. These two Super Bowls have been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but... To think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's what that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate statement. Sorry, it's gonna oh, it's gonna dog you. For a while, of course, you win one. <clears throat> of course, that's going to be the narrative. Of course, you know when you look at it. Well, he was the OC in Atlanta. You lost to Brady, and you've lost two games to what some people are calling the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, not you or I, but many in Mahomes. And so, you know, there are plenty of things that went wrong. I don't know how you bust a protection in a critical moment of a game in which Jawan Jennings is going to catch a touchdown pass and possibly be the Super Bowl MVP. And your right guard busts the protection. I don't know, last time I checked, 95, Chris Jones. Every protection, you block that guy. You just don't let him go free. There is no protection in which 95 comes free. And yet you bust a protection, and the rest is history. So is that is that Kyle's fault that you bust a protection? That you guys can't focus, like... Is that his fault? Come on, you know that's not how it works. What? What are you saying? So if uh, the no 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 if no the, no, guard, no. If the guard does no. his job and picks everybody up and makes a great play, and so you're saying they, he only did it because Kyle taught him how to do it? No no no. I'm just saying that that the narrative is always going to fall on Kyle's shoulders. But you just do your job. You score a touchdown there. I don't know what the outcome is. Probably it's going to be that. Mahomes drives them right down and they tie it up. But the bottom line is, is the narrative is faulty because of the people that you played. Just like the Bills, oh, the Bills aren't a very good team. They went to four straight Super Bowls. They just lost to some NFC East juggernauts. File this away under, <clears throat> is the coach always going to get more credit than he deserves when they win and more blame than he deserves mm-hmm. when they lose? Yes, but correct. that's the nature of of the beast. That's the way it works. That'll do it for the uh, Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. It's a Tell Me Why I'm Wrong Wednesday as you get a chance to go after Mark with your hot takes and get him to admit you're not wrong. Can you do it?
We're over the show thus far. Let's break through next.